Episode 8, Dear Stranger and Friend, it's been 8 weeks of me trying to be better to the people in my life. Let's get into it. Hey everybody, it's me, your beautiful, handsome, strong style podcast host, Paul Massbad. But you already knew that, because I say my name at the beginning of every episode, so I'm sorry. I know you know me. I guess I know you, sort of. Not really. But anyway, this week I talked to my friend Dylan, who is a craft beer connoisseur, a comic book guy, and kind of a movies guy too. So it's a very light conversation in comparison to the last two weeks. So I'm, I'm pretty stoked. It's a, good, it's a good palate cleanser. Enjoy our conversation about movies. And I'm going to stop talking now. Enjoy the episode. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> What's up, man? Not much. What's happening? Nothing. How are you doing? I was, I was you... about to say what's cracking, and then I wound up saying what's happening, and I was like, kind of like, what's happening? Because I thought it <laughs> sounded stupid. No, it's all right. It's still like 2006. We could do that. I'm sorry. I don't mean to tease you. <laughs> it's, but like, I haven't... It's, it's 2006, but with a one. Right, right. So, how have you how have you been, man? Good. We haven't talked in a very long time. Yeah. Uh, can... I've been good since graduation. Just been kind of doing the same thing that I've been doing since I started before I even graduated, except slightly better at it. Which which is I don't I don't know what that is. So, um, before I before I graduated, I started working at a. Uh, a fine wine and cheese shop uh, in the town uh-huh. next to my hometown. And okay. uh, I was doing that uh, part-time because I was uh, interning at Marvel uh, Marvel Comics for all you for all you fanboys and fangirls <laughs> and nerds out there. It was cool while it lasted. Yeah. And uh, I started there, and they liked me. So I came back in the winter, you know, on Christmas break. Or- yeah. That, that shit or whatever and uh, worked there and then I graduated and I needed a job so they hired me back and eventually I just kind of moved up the ladder and uh, haven't left since and now uh, I'm the assistant general manager and the beer buyer which is fun because I get to buy beer and drink beer. I'm not sure and this might just be, be because we haven't talked in a long time but I'm not sure if you're being like sarcastic about that. No, not at all, man. I love beer. Beer is like one of my favorite things in the world right now. Don't you don't you write beer? Write for beers? Write about them? Uh, I used to. I used to do uh, nerd nerdy beer reviews on uh, bleedingcool.com. dot com. They're still they're still there. If you want to go read them, it's uh, uh-huh. bleedingcool.com. dot com. Search uh, booze geek. That's um, you. That was me. So I did that for about three years, and then uh, I was having some trouble oh, finding. Uh, yeah, I did like one every week. So. Um, that was fun, but I stopped because I was having difficulty finding nerdy beers in my area. I'd have to like buy them when I was out, you know, like if I was traveling or if I saw something out and about. Because you know the New Jersey market's really good and all, but you know it's not as good as some of these other, yeah, you know, markets. You know, the distribution like you know drives me crazy. I see all this shit that I want to try and I just can't because I don't live there <laughs> you know yeah yeah i feel that i 
I am not too much of a beer connoisseur myself. I'm generally drinking a PBR because it's cheapest. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I, I, you know, I'm a I'm a beer snob in name only. You know, there's <laughs> I've found myself in plenty of plenty of uh, situations where the only thing available was like you know a PBR or a, or a Budweiser or what have you. And you know what? In in the realm of shitty beer, PBR and Budweiser rank pretty high for me. Like I I, I don't have any qualms drinking those. What's the What's the shittiest beer then? What's the, what's the shittiest beer? Um, yeah, that you've ever had. Yeah. Uh, Natty Light's pretty bad. Actually, yeah, that's that might not good. be the, that might be the worst one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I couldn't even I couldn't even finish a Natty Light. Like it was just so like, ugh. you know, I, I don't understand how someone can like go out and be like, I'm buying two thirties of this for the next few days. I'm like, oh god. That's a rough. That's a rough life. I think that person is living, <laughs> uh, or a cheap life. Or, yeah, a cheap life. Um, um, yeah, I, I, that's pretty bad. And like Corona is pretty bad. But even Corona, I can justify having here and there. Yeah, every now and then. What are you doing? Are you playing with keys? No, I, I was taking my necklace off. Oh, okay. I, I have uh, I have a necklace. It's actually they're both the two like uh, pendants, I guess, if you will. Um, hmm. They're both bottle openers, and one of them looks like a dog tag, and the other one is shaped like a, you know, like a hop, which is something you put in beer. Yeah, that that I've um, that I've learned about because one of my close friends um, actually brews his own beer. But like when he starts talking to me about it, it's kind of like you're like what? Um, yeah, it's I, like I, listening I to a math was, problem. Yeah, you're like I thought this was just I thought beer was just like a vague like kind of flavored water that got me drunk. <laughs> Yeah, essentially, but um, but he tries to get me into it, and um, it doesn't necessarily work. I don't really. <laughs> I still don't know what's what. The last time I I wanted a beer, and like they didn't have anything that I knew of, I just asked for something that tasted like soap, like the soapiest tasting beer, which does, <laughs> and they gave they gave me a, a an IPA, and I I guess those. That's how I, that's how my palate would describe those beers. They taste like soap. But that's uh, yeah, good, that's <coughs> excuse me. Um, yeah, I, I've had that before. Um, I, I especially in I, I've actually like totally understand where you're coming from. Like some of them do have this like weird soapy flavor. Um, yeah, and like sometimes they smell like gym socks. Yeah, <laughs> it's dude. Never... It's true. <laughs> I gotta check it out. I gotta. I don't. I gotta start smelling the beer. I don't generally smell the beers, but I, I, gotta I start, smell yeah. the beer. I I waft the beer. I. Uh, uh, you must, because you did that for like three years, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even even like outside of that, you know, just trying like some of the. There's like some really weird esoteric fucking beer out there that's like, you know, I, I always make jokes about it. You know, like I'll say, like. You know, and this might spiral off into a tangent or whatever, but but that's what this podcast is about, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, like, you know, there's you know, beer is not like a new thing. Like the craft beer scene is is certainly new, but you know, beer goes back a long way. You know, like the the monks in Belgium have been making it for years, and they're yeah. making beer in like India and 
England and all over the place. Um, uh-huh. And then it just kind of took off, like, in the late 90s, you know, was kind of when it all started. I think actually even before that, the first craft brewing company in um, the States was Anchor Brewing Company out of San Francisco. Oh, wow. Um, And they made their Anchor Steam beer, and they also made an IPA. Um, And then... They kind of, and then that kind of started a trend, and you had a company like Sierra Nevada was one that sprouted up in the late '90s, and uh, I can't think of some other ones, but it was really like in the late. I think the craft beer scene like really took off in like the, I want to say the late 2000s and into the early like. What what what's the proper definition for like the 2000 and teens? Is that like what uh, we call? Uh, I don't know. I have no idea. 2010. You know, like, I, I don't know what to call it. You know, it's like from like 2010 onward. Because I know that's when I kind of found out about craft beer. I was like, oh, I always thought that, you know, beer tasted like beer, tasted like shit, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just got you drunk. Right. So uh, I kind of found out about it through like Sierra Nevada was my first step into craft beer as it is with a lot of people and that was probably in like 2010 i think uh Uh which i would have technically still been a freshman in college so i was definitely drinking underage (laughs) i don't know uh i I was for sure (laughs) let's be real yeah i mean i was drinking other things besides that so yes definitely um yeah Um, and then it was it was kind of like after that that I sort of started to experiment and like try some other stuff. And, and then it was out of college, I, you know, like suddenly, hey, there's like bars that only sell craft beer. And it's like, ooh, that's kind of interesting. And like they also yeah. have good food. And it's like, oh, let's go hang out here. And suddenly everyone's like, hey, I love craft beer. So that's – it just became this whole thing and – you know, I love it, but it drives me fucking crazy, too, because you get these people that are like, you know, you get items that you get beer that's made and they only make like a handful of it. And people get really, you know, fucking shitty about it, you know? Yeah. It's like, oh, can I get like six of those? Like, no, you can't because I want to make other people happy. Right. That's you like know? that enjoy by beer, right? That only they only make that like once a year or something. Uh, no. Is that true? Uh, no, enjoy by they is actually like a pretty consistent line. It's from Stone uh, Stone Brewing Company, and uh, it's basically just they make it, and you're supposed to enjoy it by this date. It's like usually like thirty thirty odd days after the fact. Yeah, uh, and then afterwards, it like I mean they designed it that way. It literally begins uh-huh. to kind of like I wouldn't say. I mean, I guess I'll just say spoil. You know, because you can drink it before the date, and then. You know, like I tried one after the day, and I'm like, yeah, this tastes kind of off. Yeah, I, so. I. That's that's the only thing that I think I've ever sought out in my life before. I, I, was, like, I buying can, beer. I, I've very, I, I really have not sought out a lot of beer. Um, the most I ever did was. Because, you know, when you work at a liquor store, it's like you don't have to, you don't really have to seek the shit out. It's right there for you. It's like either, yeah. you know, before this, there was somebody buying it for me and I would always be like, hey, can I buy one of those? But like, yeah, sure. Go take a four pack or take, you know, a six pack or a bottle or whatever you want. And Yeah. Uh, now it's like, oh, I buy all the stuff. And, you know, what's funny, though, is that I can't 
I don't think I actually have like done like a massive purchase of beer in like probably like a good three weeks to a month. And I used to buy this shit like all the time. And really, it just comes at you. You know, people just like sales representatives, brewery representatives, they come in, they, they're like, hey, uh, you know, we noticed that we don't really have, you know, your our beer's not really here. Like, why is that? I'm like, well, it wasn't selling. Like, oh, we changed some stuff. Here's some samples. Here's like three beers on the house. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I thought I used to have a lot of beer before, and now it's like I get, oh, I got three today, I got two today. No, shit, now my whole, you know, basement's full of beer, so it's crazy. Is that literal? Do you have like a basement full of beer? You had ice cream, Paul? My, did you hear that? My dad's asking me if I had ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll take some. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, Dad, so yeah. I want some ice cream. <laughs> I don't Dad, know. Dad, Daddy, can you hear me? <laughs> Dad. All right, he's gone. I, yeah, he's 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 away. Um, but. is that uh, is that neo noir Dad or whatever? Yeah, yeah, that's. Oh um, man, that used to fucking entertain the hell out of me. That's film noir Dad. Film and, noir Dad. Yeah, and uh, the thing with with that, I guess. The, I always check it out to see if anyone else has done that to their dad, like just made them film noir guys. But it never. Like I'm still the only one who used who used that hashtag film noir. No, my dad. my dad my dad definitely didn't doesn't like grimace enough. <laughs> like I've taken plenty of like I've taken pictures of him, pictures with him, and it's just like he's always just like smiling and like jovial, probably because he's been drinking. And I'm just like. You can make this guy look grim if I asked him to. Well, there's one picture we took of him like years ago, and it was just like we didn't. It was one of those pictures where like no one told them that they were taking a picture, and they're like making a face. Yeah, and he just looks so fucking sad in it. It's so funny because I actually think he was really hungover that day. Oh, <laughs> so it wasn't actual sadness. It was no. Like, he was just like, oh, feels like shit. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, what oh. was I? Oh, the. The beer th- yeah, I don't yeah. really seek out the stuff, like I said, because I worked there. The only thing I ever did was um, in April, I, I bought tickets to this beer release event in Munster, Indiana, which is about 30 minutes from Chicago, Illinois, or, you know, thereabout, yeah. thereabouts, like maybe like 45 minutes. Uh-huh. And there's this brewery out there called Three Floyds, and they make this beer called Dark Lord, which is this, like, big bastard of an imperial stout, and they put, like, coffee and chocolate and this other, oh all this God. other shit, you know, it's like, just this, you know, it's like molasses. And it's really good. I've had it a couple, I've had it once before, and, you know, a friend of mine that I, there's, we have a, I play hockey, like, not too often, but, like, you know, two or three times a year if I'm uh-huh. lucky and we have a little beer club within our hockey group and you know, we all bring beer and share it and stuff like that. And this dude brought a bottle of this dark Lord and we're like, wow, that's the greatest thing we've ever had. It pretty it was pretty amazing. It sounds super good. It's, it, like... it's fantastic. Um, so, you know, for a few years we were like, you know, we might, a couple of the guys, we would go get together and we would do this like a birthday thing in April, like a birthday weekend. So uh-huh. the, fir- the first year we went down to Maryland and we went to this like two day concert. And then last year we went to um, this big rock and roll fest in uh, I think it was in North Carolina. And it was we and then this past year we all like 
somehow we all managed to get tickets to this Dark Lord event, which it's really hard to get tickets for. And we, yeah. like, five of us got tickets. It was crazy that the five of us got tickets. So I flew mm-hmm. out there. I flew out to Chicago, which, if you've never been, Chicago's a fucking amazing city, despite the rain. Um, uh, I it, do want to go. Oh, I hear you, it's you fun, gotta man. go. Like, the, the, you gotta go. You gotta get a Chicago dog. You gotta try the Chicago deep dish. You know, I, I hate, I get it. East Coast pizza is the best fucking thing ever. Well, you know, New York, New Jersey, anyway. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, Chicago deep dish, it has its place. And it's it's pretty tasty. <laughs> yeah. I gotta go. I gotta try it. Yeah, you definitely gotta get a Chicago dog, though. Chicago hot dog is really good. Oh, my gosh. You're a well-traveled man. <laughs> I am. I, uh, I have yet to go to California, though. Oh, California's no big deal. <laughs> no big deal? It's not worth it? No, I mean, it's easy to get there. That, I, I think that's what I meant. But. I'd rather go to Colorado, to be honest with you. I hear I hear Colorado is a pretty place. I'd rather go there, personally speaking. So. Um, yeah. But I you know, went out there, and it's like the weather sucks. Every year, it's like people are just like, just bring your rain gear. And it was like downpouring rain. It was an outdoor festival. There are all these heavy metal bands playing. Because uh, oh the the Brewers are big heavy metal fans, there was a comic book that was released because the Brewers also love comics and 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 it's a bottle share. So people come in from like you know the Illinois area and like outside and they you know people bring bottles you know different bottles of beer just to share. Mm-hmm. And you walk around, you know, you bring like a little cup with you, and people just are like, "Hey, your, your glass is empty. Let me pour some beer in there for you." Holy and I'm like. You know, so I brought like a bunch of beers with me and like I was just like I made so many friends that I'll never speak to in my life ever again. (laughs) You know, because you just walk up and it's just like, hey, you guys want to try this beer? And they're like, fuck yeah. Yeah, of course. It kind of like that's sort of the beauty of the the, this, this beer scene is that it brings people together because we all like the same thing. We all like beer. We all like trying beer and we all like kind of just hanging out and bullshitting and talking and. You know, yeah. it's just, it's kind of like the old, uh, the old watering hole, you know, like <laughs> get together and just hang out and mm-hmm. shoot the shit. You know, you complain about your day and work sucked, but Hey, you're here. So it's not so bad. And um, drink beer. and drink beer. And, yeah. and, uh, it was a phenomenal experience, except I don't remember like two hours of it cause I got completely <laughs> hammered. Um, yeah, of course. I, th- I feel like that has to come with the territory. So, though. you know, I, luckily I, I managed to pick up my five bottles of beer and, and get out of there. And it was so funny because my friends, like, they I disappeared. They're like, we don't know where he is. And, like, they're calling me. And I'm like, I'm coming. And they, I showed up and they, like, gave me a round of applause because I'd been gone for, like, ah, a long time. Oh, my God. It was, it was yeah, and it, I didn't feel so great the next day. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, uh, it, but it, you know, it's like beer, you know, beer is like music. You know, it brings good people together, but uh, it also brings, uh, you know, unfortunately, it brings out the worst in people, too. Um, yeah. There's a lot of shitty people, you know. I'm sure you, you know, you're, you're a man who loves music and creates yeah. his own music, correct? Yes, that's correct. And, you know, you've been to a good number of concerts. You know, I, I can safely say I've been to the most concerts I've ever been to in my life this year alone. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Like, you've, like every other fucking oh, weekend. Oh, man, dude. If you ever see me, like, and I'm like, hey, I'm thinking of buying a ticket for this concert, just punch me. Like, <laughs> you know, just be like, no, dude, stop. Like, today? And, and yeah. this, you know, I, I bought two tickets today to concerts coming up. Fucking, oh like, 
destroyed how, my bank account this year. How far away are they? Are they're, like, they're, they're all they're all either New Jersey. Um, oh, I meant like in terms of date, like how far away from today, like how much? Oh, how, uh, well, I'm. Oh, well, I mean, I'm going to see Black Sabbath on the 23rd, but I bought the ticket in like January. Yeah, you know? I bought. I I went to go see The Cure at Madison Square Garden. I bought those tickets Holy like last year. Holy shit! You know, it was crazy. Yeah, I just started doing that too recently after like um, being in California for a while and having like steady income where I'll like buy tickets for a show or a concert that's not until like that's not for like another two months or like three months. And then when it comes up, it's always like the best surprise. <laughs> Do you have like oh insane? yeah? Um, well, I always like have it in my calendar and stuff, and it's just a pain. Uh, it's just a pain for my boss because like I you know like I you know I, I work in a liquor store, but I mean at the end of the day, it's a retail you know. And you kind of yeah. got to work on the weekends and stuff, so it's 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 a bit of a it's a bit of a hassle. And he's always like ribbing me. And he's just like, "Oh, you got to leave early on this day too." Ha ha. <laughs> yeah. So you know, it's you know, it, it you know, it works out great when it's a day that like, oh, I got out of work at four today, and I can go to this concert. And it's only like thirty minutes away. You know, like uh, I guess I went to go see a band in uh, Montclair, like you know, um, back in the spring, and I'm like, oh, this is mm -hmm. great. It's like I can just. You know, I get out at four and I can just like mosey on over to, uh, uh, you know, Montclair. I can have some food, a couple of drinks and yeah, I'm good. You know, Montclair being a town that's close to me. Um, yeah. But most of the shows I go to are in are in New York City. So like, uh, you know, I'm looking at like uh, next, you know, next month I'm, I'm going to, uh, you know, two shows. And one of them is actually uh -huh. at MSG. It's, it's my mom's birthday present. We're going to see Louis C.K. Oh do, wow! Do stand up. Do stand up at Madison Square Garden, which I think is pretty pretty fucking ill. Yeah, that's awesome. So, um, what a good you're such a good boy. That's such a good. Yeah, that's such well, a good I was, it was it was fucked up because I was actually I was in Brooklyn. I was going to see this uh, this awesome metal band called The Sword, and they're like this kind of oh yeah I know seventies you know <laughs> retro like you know Sabbath uh, Thin Lizzy kind of style. Um, yeah metal band you know and uh, i was out like you know out in uh, at brooklyn bowl which is right by the brooklyn brewery you know pretty easy to get to and uh i was hanging out at a bar beforehand because like i got in like really early like way earlier than I, I i anticipated and here's the thing that sucks about um you know going you know getting into brooklyn early mm -hmm. most of the bars do not open until like five o'clock yeah so I was like, shit. And I'm like punching in names on my phone. And I'm like, oh my God, this sucks. Like, I don't even know where to go right now. Like the, the brewery's not open. I can't like, you know, waltz in there. Uh, none of these fucking bars are open that all have really good reviews. Where the fuck do mm -hmm. I go? So I finally did find a bar that was open. And I was like, ah, and you know, it turned out to be a pretty decent spot. There wasn't a lot of people there. I was just kind of hanging out, doing my thing. Um, and I'm just like you know, farting around on my phone and all of a sudden I get this like notification, like an email and it's like, Hey, Louis mm -hmm. CK is playing at Madison square garden on, uh, September 8th. You should uh -huh. buy, you know, you should buy tickets because we obviously want to, you know, take all your money and service fees. Uh, <laughs> so I was like, uh, Oh my God, it's my mom's birthday. And she's like a huge fan. So I was like, Hey, you want to go? S I was like, Hey, Louis CK is playing, uh, msg on the eighth you want to go and she's like that's my birthday i'm like yeah i know do you want to go and she's like oh man she's like oh my god you're are you lying I'm like 
let's just go. I'm buying the tickets right now. We're going. So that'll be pretty cool. I've, I've actually like for someone who really likes comedy, I've I've barely seen. I think I've only been to like one stand up show in my entire life. Where was that? Uh, I was in college. I you remember our friend Jason, right? Yeah, my roommate. Oh yeah, Jason. Yeah, I saw yeah. him when I was in L.A. Oh, you did see him. Good. Yeah, he's real tall. Yeah, he's very tall. <laughs> Taller than I remember. Tall and ridiculous. Yeah. But, like, the greatest person ever. Shout out to Jason. I love you. Um, <laughs> yeah, so he, he this was this was pretty fucking crazy, too, actually. So he, uh, you know, one day we were, it was senior year. It was, like, pretty, it was, like, right at the beginning of the year. And, you know, we had become really good friends. And he just, like, comes into my room one day and says, hey, do you want to go to a stand-up show? Like, I'm like, oh, I like stand-up comedy? He's like, yeah. Um, well, I'm like, who is it? He goes, well, it's this girl named Amy Schumer. <laughs> oh, my God. And I'm like, well, I've never heard of her. He goes, well, she's really funny. I've seen a bunch of her stuff before. She's really, really funny. We should go. And I was like, all right, yeah, cool, let's go. I'm like, I don't have anything else going on, so let's go. So we go into the city, and we get in, and it was at the Gotham Comedy Club, and that was kind of like where I had my first experience with, uh, oh, the two-drink minimum. yeah. Yeah, so, that. What was even more bizarre was uh, we're all waiting out, like, at, we're online to get inside to the venue. And uh-huh. I hear this very strong um, Staten Island accent. And I look uh-huh. over, and there's this dude here. Now, you know, I, there's this TV show on True TV. It's called uh, Impractical Jokers. Yeah, I know the one. Yeah, and there's a guy on it, and his name's Brian Quinn, and I kind of know him a, like a little bit, uh, because he is a um, he's from the Kevin Smith of you know Jay and Silent Bob fandom. He's kind of from that circle. Yeah, and I know you know I'm a you know I'm a fan of the the old Jay and Silent Bob and Clerks and Mallrats and all that bullshit. Um, I'm a fan of those movies, and I play hockey because that's in a weird way, that's Kevin Smith's hockey league. So, uh, Brian Quinn showed up at a couple of the events, you know, and like I met him and blah, blah, blah. And like took a, you know, got my picture taken with him. Whatever. And a, a couple of weeks prior to this, um, Oh no, I'm sorry. I'm getting the background. So I'm outside <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, I said, and I just go Q and he turns around and I'm like, yeah. he's like, did you say my name? I was like, yeah, yeah. He's like, how do you, he's like, who are you? I'm like, oh, I, I play in the hockey group. And uh, he's like, oh yeah, I kind of remember you. Whatever. He's like, you here to see Amy Schumer? I said, yeah, I, I don't know anything. I'm like, he goes, oh, he's, she's really funny. And I was like, oh, cool. Let's get a picture. So we go in and they like sit up front and um, there were like two warm up comics and uh, Dane Cook showed up. I'm not a oh, Dean, I'm not a Dean Cook fan really at all, but uh, me neither. You know, I I, I I I don't really. Most of Dane Cook's comedy I find to be just kind of like, oh, let me make stupid noises. Yeah, I, I don't even know how to describe Dane Cook's comedy, um, other than I just <laughs> don't really like it. Yeah, I'm on the same page as you. So uh, maybe you can shed some more light on like how to describe uh, it because I can't really how, describe it in a way how, that makes I mean, sense. Uh, that was pretty good. I mean, like, he makes a lot of dumb noises. I know that. Um, and they're, I mean, it's hard. It's because he, like, I think also abbreviates everything he says, which is part of his humor. Does he re- oh, like, he, like, he'll just be like, oh, BTW or something like that? Is that what you mean? Because, like, I, yeah. I, I don't watch his stand up because I don't like it. Oh, um, yeah, I saw 
from this is from like years ago, so I'm trying my best to remember, but it's um it's a little more ridiculous than that. It's not like he's going around saying LOL and OMG, but he'll just like abbreviate stuff that don't need to be abbreviated, and that's like a part of it, I think. And then um there's one thing that I don't know why this keeps like coming in my head, but he like says sandwiches. Weird. That sounded kind of dirty. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it was leaving my mouth, and I was like, "It's too late, dude. Own it. Just, just try it. Sound confident." But like, I know one of his jokes has has to do with, and it's like such a vivid memory because I was like, "Man, this is so weird." And I, Are you gonna I say wanna... the cashew? No, it's like how he says sandwiches. He says sandwiches funny, and he's like, like he doesn't say the D. Yeah, or he says sandwiches, or sa- or he purposely says it funky, and then he stops and he goes, I know it's pronounced da- sandwiches, but I call them these, this, instead. That's like his humor, I guess. I don't know. The, the, the <laughs> only funny joke, and, and even like, I don't even think it's like that that funny, was the one bit he did about like cashews and like balancing them on his dick because of the curvature, and I was like, I guess that's funny, just because of, like, the concept of it, but, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, I just never found it. The fact that you're like, I guess that's funny. I'm like, <laughs> I guess it's sort of like, it's not even funny, I'm just like, the mental, I'm like, why is this dude just like, is he so bored that he's just balancing, like, nut, like, not his own or someone else's, but just, like, food on his wiener? Yeah, I, I don't know. And, and, and bouncing them into his mouth, I'm like, I wouldn't do that. You know, I, I, I work and move around all day. <laughs> like, that's gross. <laughs> but there are people that love it, though. There are people that love his I, stuff. I know, I know. But I, like, I, but I don't. There's, like, one bit he has, too. And I'm not, I'm no comedi- comedian person or comedi- comedy guy. But where he talks about, like, kicking in doors, about, um, doing a breaking and entering with his friend. And then he talks about, like, but what if the door is just beads? You can't you can't kick that open. So here's a funny situation if you were to try and kick open a door of beads. You know the curtain beads? Yeah, but <laughs> you know? that's, like, so stupid. Like, that, yeah. I, I don't even find the humor in that. I mean, I don't know, maybe, not, you know, no offense, but, like, maybe you're not, like, trans, retranslating it, but, like, Oh, that's definitely. I guess, I guess retranslating <laughs> is kind of a stupid way of yeah. describing something because how can you be retranslating something? You're translating it, or it's yeah. like irregardless. It's partly. <laughs> I like that. Retranslate and irregard. That was a really. Or, or, I think that's like. Or, or uh, guesstimate. Yeah. Like, guesstimate is so stupid. Like, you know, like. You know, if you really want to get down to it, like a guess and an estimate are, are more or less the same thing. Except, yeah. I guess, an, I guess you could argue, and I'm, you know, or I suppose you could argue. I'm trying not to use the word that estimate might be a little more like scientifically like precise. But regardless, uh-huh. you know, or irregardless. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the first word joke of the podcast that you made. Possibly. So. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's definitely me not doing a good job of explaining his, his bits or his material. But, I don't know. That, and to go back onto like, the comedy club thing, that's also one of the reasons I don't go to a lot of comedy shows, because I went to one on a whim with um, a girl I was dating at the time, which was, like, 
probably around like three or four years ago. And we had no idea. And like we had enough money to go out and someone got the tickets for us. So we didn't have to pay for the tickets. But then it was like that two drink minimum thing. And we were like, man, that's a butt. Like this is the biggest bummer. And I don't really remember any of the acts that we saw or any of the comedians that we saw. I just know like the last guy that went up just bombed really hard. Yeah, and that, that that's always rough to see. I mean, luckily, nobody bombed at this show, you know, because obviously people like Dane Cook. Um, yeah. And it was just so weird because I'm just like, you know, so, so eventually fucking Amy Schumer comes out and she's doing, excuse me, mm-hmm. oh, I just burped. Um, and she starts, you know, doing her, her stand-up. And, like, it was, it was very funny, but it was, but... It was interesting to see her then and see her develop as a comedian because seeing her now, it's yeah. like, I don't want to say it's like two different people because she still has like that, you know, that edge to her. Uh-huh. Um, but she's certainly not as, you know, cutthroat, I guess, if you if you will, as she was here because this was just like raw and like dirty and like, you know... Now she's got like a you know, kind of a, a. I don't want to say anything that's going to sound like I'm putting her down because I love Amy Schumer and I think she's yeah. awesome. Um, I, it's it more so sounds like it's interesting she, I to guess, watch her I guess progression. Just, we'll put it this way: she matured as a comedian. Like she kind of knew that she took her material and like you know she honed it. You know, uh, she you know like like honing a blade basically. Yeah. So if you want to equate it like that, but it was so interesting to see her be like, Oh, she's stand up. And then in like a couple of years, she's got the Amy Schumer show and it's like a huge show and she's got all these great, you know, side guests and, you know, she's yeah. fantastic. And I love watching her do, do her thing. And, you know, I, I think she's fantastic. It was just really interesting to see her then and see her now. Yeah. So that was kind of the coolest part of it. Uh, in addition to her calling out the entire crew of Impractical Jokers in front of the the audience, so what happened? What was that? What? what, what do you well, because they were all there to go see her do her stand up, and they were all sitting in the front row, and she's just like, "Oh, did you guys all see the Impractical Jokers come in? Oh, you're all excited to see them." And she just went on like this. I don't even remember what she said, but she just went on this whole like rip on them for like a couple of minutes, and it was really funny. That's great. So That's like okay. they they were already like had their first season of TV going and, and it was funny cause I remember going back to college and or uh-huh. going back to, to school. Like uh, for those of you not in the know, Paul and I met in, in college at Manhattanville college, the quirky, yeah. the quirky school that it was. Um, <laughs> and uh, I was just hanging out with some friends of ours and uh, uh, our friends, Kat and Elise. And we're sitting, I was sitting in the room and, Probably, uh-huh. probably baked out of my mind. And, uh, you know, I think like Impractical Jokers came on and I was like, oh, I know them. And they're like, what? And I'm like, well, I don't really know them. But like, I know Q. I've met him a few times. I hung out with him. And they're like, you hung out with him? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, what the fuck? Why didn't you tell us? I'm like, I don't I'm like, I was in fucking like New Jersey when this happened. Like, I was going to be like, hey, guys, you're who I'm with. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, it was just oh kind of, God. you know, it was just kind of weird. So. But yeah, that was uh, that was seeing Amy Schumer, and that was pretty fucking sweet, you know. That's awesome. That's always like I think whether it's like comedy or music or whatever. Like oh, totally. See, like you see where they start, or not start, but like 
just compare from years ago to today kind of thing. That's yeah, interesting. absolutely. I had a similar experience because um, I'm also a big, you know, kind of hinted at before. I'm a big comic book fan, and I used yeah. to go to I used to go to New York Comic Con every year. And I got uh, a friend of mine. I was there one year, and uh, you know, I was I, uh, I like I'd seen him the day before, and then um, he, uh, he I bumped into him in the and there's uh-huh. an area at these comic conventions. They usually have the bigger ones. They have an area called artist alley which is where all the comic book artists hang out sometimes there's writers that just you know they they hang out there too and just like sign autographs and comics and whatever and uh he's just like what's up man i'm like oh i'm just like walking around getting some signatures because did you get any sketches i said no and like you know sketches are basically like you can walk up to comic book artists and say like hey i want a sketch of you know batman and they're like all right Uh it's like 25 bucks like cool um they're like, I'll see you in like uh, an hour. Like, all right, I'll see you in an hour. Come back. You know, you get a sketchbook and they do the sketch. And it's like, oh, that's awesome. Uh-huh. You know, and, to, you know, sometimes they sometimes they charge more depending on who they are or whatever. So I, I see this dude. He's this guy, uh, Joe Myers, that I met that kind of through the, the Kevin Smith hockey thing. And he, he's like, have you got uh-huh. any sketches? And I said, no, I haven't. I, you know, I didn't. He goes, here, take this. He just gives me this blank sketchbook. He goes, it's time for you to start, get some sketches. I'm like, oh, cool. So I got a few that, that year. And then the following year, I was like, I got to get more. Right. I spent probably like $120 on sketches, uh-huh. uh, you know, because they're like 20 25 But I always, I always went for the artists that were, you know, everyone's like, oh, I want to get like uh, – you know, uh, like some, some big name guys and they'll show like a hundred dollars, you know, for like a head sketch. And I'm like, you know what, let me, there's definitely guys here that are trying to make a name for themselves that, you know, they're not charging a lot. And, and I don't want to sound like I'm taking advantage of them, but like, let, I, I want to see like, you know, they're obviously talented dudes trying to make a name for themselves. So, I, you know, yeah. like there's some really good talent here that, you know, people are kind of overlooking. And there was this one guy there. He was this Italian artist. His name was uh, Matteo Scalera. And I'd actually seen him on uh, online. I'd seen some of his artwork. Uh-huh. And, I, and I really liked his style. It was kind of, it was very non-traditional, um, you know, a little exaggerated, um, lots of great mm-hmm. pencil work. Uh, uh, he, like, you know, like I said, he's, he's a big artist now and that's kind of where my story's going. So I, I, yeah. you know, I went up to him and I said, Hey, you know, I saw your stuff online. I really like your artwork. He said, Oh, you know, thank you. In a much you know thicker Italian accent <laughs> that I'm not going <laughs> to replicate. And I yeah. said, well, could I get a sketch for me? He goes, yeah, 20, 20, I think it was like $25. I said, yeah. cool. Well, I said, could you draw Godzilla? Cause I'm a huge Godzilla fan. He said, yeah. oh, Godzilla, like the monster. I'm like, yeah, 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 the lizard with the spikes. And he goes, yeah, yeah, I'll draw it for you. Uh, he said, give me like an hour or like 30 minutes. I don't even remember. He said like a 30 minutes an hour. So I uh-huh. went, uh, you know, fucked off and like was walking around and, you know, whatever. I, I and, and then I was like, oh, shit, I got to go back. I go back and there's just like, you know, I open it up and it's just it's a head sketch. And... Uh-huh. It's just, it's ridiculous, like, how good it is, because it doesn't really, it doesn't look exactly like Godzilla, but it, you know, Uh it's still, like, a big fucking dinosaur thing with spikes, and it's, like, roaring, and, like, the tongue's flying out, and there's, like, slob flying out, and the detail on it is phenomenal, the shading work, the, you know, this is, like, a pencil marker and, like, gray marker 
uh, yeah. the drawing. You know, it's not like he went full color with you know and everything like that. It's just this phenomenal head sketch, and my jaw mm-hmm. dropped. And I'm like, this is amazing. So that dude. I paid him 20 bucks for that sketch. I got a picture with him and I was so blown away by it. It's still one of my favorite painting or uh, it's one of my favorite like personal art pieces that I have. Right. The next year between Mm -hmm. that October and the following October, this dude got picked up by Marvel comics and he was, Uh and was working on like, uh, you know, some really big name uh, books and, I want to say it might have been the same year that he w- got picked at, that a, another that a writer picked him as his uh, artist for his own creator-owned uh, mm-hmm. comic book, and that became a huge success. It might have been that year. I don't remember. I might be wrong on that. Anyway, I go back the next year, and this dude's charging a hundred dollars for a head sketch. Holy shit! So I was like, "Oh my god!" I knew I I knew I was onto something, you know. <laughs> yeah. And I was like so happy, like I got this amazing sketch, you know. And I'm like, you know, it sounds kind of dick, like, oh, I only paid like twenty bucks, got this man. Like, no, it's like I knew that there was talent there when I saw mm-hmm. it, and I'm like, I'm so happy that this dude has just got like a, a phenomenal, like consistent work. He's in demand. You know, he's a, an amazing artist, absolutely phenomenal. Matteo yeah. Scalera, if you haven't yeah. checked his him out. His name sounds um, really, really familiar. Like, uh, what do you what, do you know what books he's working on now? Uh, he, I know for a fact that his the book he does now with the guy is a, a, like a creator. It's, a, it's published through Image Comics. It's called Black Science, and it's like this kind of retro uh, Frank Frazetta-style uh science fiction um story and uh i i've i've only read a little bit of it um because uh-huh. i i stopped buying comics on a weekly basis because i just couldn't afford it anymore because i started buying beer <laughs> right but um i feel that though like and, i did the and, same thing and beer takes uh takes up less room than uh than <laughs> comics oh uh, for sure because you can just kind of pour it out and then throw out the bottle and wash the glass <laughs> as opposed to books that you know pile up um yeah so uh but the book's amazing, at least from what I read of it. I thought it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I really loved it. The artwork was out of this world. It was so good. So that was a great one when I was reading. You know, now now I I tend to read more collected like trade paperbacks just because it's yeah. easier to read and you know I can you know I, I don't have like this massive collection of floppy magazines building up in my room. Right. I I feel the same way. The last the last couple things I bought were like. Um, I can't believe I forgot his name already, but it was like that, that Hawkeye series where he's just like not being Hawkeye in the Avengers. He's just like, trying Oh to yeah. Sleep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, I think I have like almost that entire run in issues and it was, it was pretty fantastic the whole way yeah. through. It's like really, really hilarious. And it's like, I can't believe this isn't like more of a thing. And I remember I read it and then I watched that, the new Captain, I almost said the new Avengers movie, but it's the Captain America movie that just feels like an Avengers movie. Well, that's, that's the funny thing about that movie is that it, uh, you know, even though it's called Captain America civil war, uh, you know, that's, you know, I went to, I went to go see civil war. That was kind of the, uh, you know, that was sort of the, the Avengers two that I really wanted to see yeah. because yeah. Yeah. I yes. mean like like age of Ultron, I can't even, 
No. Like, it was just such a disappointment. I mean, it was such, like, a petty film. Like, it wasn't it wasn't the worst film I've ever seen. But, you know, like, we all knew what Avengers 1 was going to be. It's the, the team getting together and putting aside their mm-hmm. differences, and they finally get together and fight off the bad guys. And you know what? It was it was definitely a good film. And, right. like, you know, hit all the right marks. And um, But, you know, Age of Ultron, you know despite all that happened in it, you know, by the end of the film, it all kind of just went back to the status quo, you know, there was yeah. just, there was no ramifications, you know, Ultron just got defeated and that's he, it. He went away and we got a couple new people here and we found out that Hawkeye's married to, uh, you know, the chick from, uh, freaks and freaks geeks. And geeks. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, which like hey i love linda ferentino it was or yeah. what are, no not linda ferentino uh linda ferentino is the the actress from men in black uh what's her name i can't even oh my god she's in she's in mad men too she was really good in that um uh i am not very good with names linda cardinelli okay there you go yeah, linda cardinelli <laughs> yeah like Huge Linda Cardinelli fan. She's awesome, but I'm like, yeah. all right, this is just kind of strange. Um, yeah. And it just, it just kind of like, I don't know. It was just like, eh. It's kind of forgettable, though. It's super forgettable. Like, nothing yeah. happens in that movie that leads to any sort of ramifications. You know, it's just this, the only thing that's different is, like, Captain America has it. The end of that movie. Uh-huh. Where Captain America stands in front of his new Avengers team, I was like, mm-hmm. "Holy shit! I want to see a movie about these guys." Yeah, you know. And then, and then you know, you get Civil War, and you know, you never really got to see the movie that, about them. But what? Hey, whatever. I'll take what I can get. And Civil War, I mean, fuck, like that was pretty fucking good. Yeah. Now my a... now my favorite Marvel film is The Winter Soldier. Yeah, that one's like the greatest. <laughs> The best, and, and my reasoning behind that is that it it it's it, it yes it's a Marvel film it's Captain America film but it feels um it feels sequestered away from the rest of the universe that it can kind of operate on its own uh-huh. um it can operate on its own legs it had a really good story Black Widow was kick ass in it the Winter Soldier was good in it um you know. Uh, you know, I, I I was such a naysayer of Chris Evans as Captain America, but he he so impressed me in the first film, and mm-hmm. he you know I think he was like he was so good in the in that role. He's perfect. Like I I you know he 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 nailed that character, and um, you know Winter Soldier was just like fucking fantastic. It's also like it's not just that it's a great Marvel film; it's a great movie. Yeah, it's a really great movie. I really. That's like one of the few Marvel movies that I could return to. Like, oh yeah, on like and not like oh it's on TV. I'm gonna watch it or like oh someone's watching it already. Already. I'll oh, like, let's watch one. this. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely the or if I was the only like one. just flipping through the channels and like that's I'm like oh like put this on, leave this on, like that like let's let's watch this. You know, like yeah. it had like a really good villain. You know, like uh-huh. Marvel movies tend to have pretty bad villains from what I've seen. Yeah, of them, they, like, there's yeah. not too many I can list, but, like, I, I, you know, I like that he was, you know, that, um, spoiler alert, <laughs> um, for all you fucking 
you know, shitheads that haven't seen the movie yet. Uh, I thought I liked that Robert Redford wasn't like, oh, I've got a big power suit and I'm going to fight you. Like, no, he's just yeah. a guy in a suit. He's manipulating the United States. Like, that was like that was really fucking cool. Yeah, uh, that was a good twist. Uh, and Civil War, I, I I liked how they worked the Winter Soldier back into it. And mm-hmm. overall, I think that the movie worked. You know, I, I would you know, I, I thought it was like I thought it was damn good. Um, I, I'm like. At the end of that, I'm I'm really confused as to what the rest of the movies are going to be like because like there's no like, I mean, <laughs> well half the, of them are in jail, so <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Where it's like the 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 war isn't like over, you know? Yeah, the quote unquote civil war isn't just like okay we're done now. It's like still kind of a, a thing where and also this is also kind of spoiler alert, but like isn't Captain America hanging out with Black Panther now and like hiding? away yeah so so that that was what i loved about the film was black panther like they introduced him so perfectly into that movie yes. uh he he was so good I, I thought that uh i think the actor's name is chadwick boseman he he mm-hmm. was fucking on point and i love black panther i think he's a great character um yeah and they did a really good job with him um introduce he fell into the story a lot more smoothly than fucking another incarnation of fucking Peter Parker. Yeah. Like you didn't like it or you didn't I, like it. You know him? what? I didn't dislike it. I, I, I thought that, um, I thought that the actor did a, a very good job and you know, you know, it was, mm-hmm. it was cool. Like I liked him, but it was just sort of like, Hey, here's Spider-Man. Yeah. He didn't have any impact on the plot. Cause if, I, if you, if you take him out of the movie, you don't really lose anything. That's definitely true. I, his whole thing is like he being in the movie is just setting up for his movie. Yeah. And that's that's <laughs> kinda something I don't like about the Marvel movies when they they don't know how to introduce something. They just sort of shoehorn it in to be like, Oh, we're doing this. Yeah. Where like and they kinda they, they, they did it good and they did it poorly in that film because like I said, with Black Panther, they introduced him very well. They made his his character flow in with the story and overall you know kind of turn around so mm-hmm. i like that that was very successful but spider-man it just it it, it was just hey i'm here i'm, and I'm being it. i'm being funny and yeah. robert downey jr is hitting on my aunt also weird also weird you know that aunt <laughs> May has just gotten progressively younger and younger throughout the spider-man movies but whatever yeah. um yeah, it was it was just really overall like a really good movie, and you know I think still think that the three Captain America movies are probably the best of the Marvel movies. Um, the second yeah. one, you know, the first one's like it's fine, you know, it's pretty straightforward, but the the second one makes it a, a an even better film, you know, yeah. because they play hand in hand so well. And then yeah. the third one, you know, it, it worked overall. So I was just like, wow, those guys did a really fucking good job with those because like. Iron Man 2 sucks. Iron Man 3 yeah. sucks even more. Um, I skipped that one. Skipped uh, yeah, three. you don't need to see Iron Man 3. It's <laughs> fucking terrible. Um, like, what else? Uh, 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 Ant-Man? Like, did, you know did what? You like I Ant-Man? never saw Ant-Man, but I will say this. I loved Paul Rudd in yeah. Civil War. thought he was fantastic. I, I really liked him. I was. I, I don't know why, but I... I was laughing so much every time he was like he saw Captain America. He would just be like, "Whoa, Captain America!" He'd be like, "Hey, Captain America!" I'm like, "Why don't you just call him Cap?" Like he just kept calling. Yeah. 
this, like by his full yeah. title. And I thought that was so funny because it's like, you know, you could just call him Cap. It's it's okay. And he just was yeah. like, Oh, Captain America. Like I, I, I loved Ant Man in, in Civil yeah. War. I thought he was great. He was a great little cameo. I loved the little the part when he became Giant Man. That was a great yeah. throwback to yeah. the comics. Yeah, like, I all love that. that. Was fantastic. I um I really like I I watched Ant Man on a plane um to uh actually I think it was coming home from South Korea when I was there last year but uh so that's my like yeah I'll watch this because I had no intention of watching it at first because I was like I don't know if I'm gonna like this because I haven't heard really good things that movie also suffers from like Marvel movies not having good bad guys it's like oh it's fucking Corey Stahl. Uh, yeah, and he's just like, I'm Yellow Jacket, and I'm just bad because I am, dude, and you gotta fight me. Uh, well, my a buddy of mine and I were cracking up at the trailer when he's just like, you know, says like the most on-the-nose villain dialogue ever. It's just like, I'm gonna yeah. take your suit, and it's gonna, and I'm gonna turn it against you. Meh. Yeah, that's essentially what it is, but the rest of the movie is really great. It's hilarious, and in less of and it's less like a um, like I heard an action like a movie. Heist movie. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's definitely so much more of a heist movie. And that was it's just such a different. It's like the way that like Guardians of the Galaxy was like a fresh was like a, a breath of fresh fresh air. Yeah, like, and, and I know Guardians was definitely a bit of a polarizing film. I mean, I I, I thought overall it was it was pretty good. Um, yeah, you know, I, I, I would definitely put it on like the tier of like the better Marvel movies. Um, uh-huh. I, I definitely enjoy it. Um, I don't think it's amazing, but I definitely think like, all right, yeah, that was totally watchable, totally fun. I, I, I liked yeah. it. I didn't love it. You know, I didn't love it the way I loved the Winter Soldier or the first mm-hmm. Iron Man. Like I love the first Iron Man. Yeah. My favorite line from that movie that I still quote today is, uh, Tony Stark built this in a cave. <laughs> yes. And he's just, well, like, you know, <laughs> I, I've got a huge soft spot for Jeff Bridges. He's like one of my favorite actors. So, and he yeah. was, he was fantastic in that movie. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Though that line is really funny. My friends, it's my, my so buddy good. and I were just like, Tony Stark built this in a cave. It's so great. It's, it's, a, great, so, it, it's uh, a fantastic. Yeah, you know, he was amazing in that film. I mean, like yeah. the, the final fight was a little to be you know desired for, but like I get it. They were kind of trying shit out. So yeah, like but I, I think Iron Man One is is a great flick. Um, yeah, and then it just got worse. And worse. Oh, like, oh god, god did it. because you know what it is. Everybody began to be like, well, we don't really like Iron Man. We like Robert Downey Jr. So we want Robert Downey Jr. to just be himself. And I, I personally, like, I, I really can't stand Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> or Tony Stark or whatever fucking person he became that clearly isn't the same person that he was in the 80s. Right. Or on Ally McBeal. Or <laughs> what did you think of um the Batman versus the Superman? Sucked. Oh, my God. DC needs to fucking like just stop. Um, I, I just went to go see Suicide Squad the other day. Should I go see it? No, uh, no. Unless you're morbidly curious, no. I am. I am kind of curious. Then go see it, cause like, well, I, I'll put it this way. Um, should I see it during the day where the ticket is cheaper? Yes, should... yes, for sure. <laughs> okay. It is not right. worth paying. You know, I, like, I paid more money than I, I wanted to pay, and I went earlier in the day too. But oh, okay. It, you know, Suicide Squad is uh, it is a bad film. 
you know, by all means. I mean, the first 30 minutes, I, I, I won't get into too many spoilers, but the first 30 minutes of it literally is just exposition. I mean, it's okay. literally somebody telling you about the characters. I don't mean, like, they show up and their presence and their what they say explains themselves. I mean, literally, a person is reading off of, like, a Manila folder file. Oh, and then, like, this is them. Harley Quinn? <laughs> this is Harley Quinn. She's crazy because, and then they kind of show it. But they're still yeah. narrating over the over. Oh, the okay. Oh, and wow. it's just like, oh, my God, this is really bad. Um, the plot is, like, mundane. The There's no mm-hmm. character arcs. Um, the Joker is absolutely fucking terrible. I mean, probably the worst Joker I've ever seen in my life. Uh, really? Yeah. I, I mean, like worse than like the '60s Batman. That's Joker. what I, that was the next thing I was gonna ask you. Because <laughs> like, you know what, the '60s Batman. You know, I can't really compare the two, but like at least that you know that character was what he was supposed to be. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was ridiculous. He was pretty unintimidating. I've never found him to be a very intimidating oh. villain. But like, he's not like at the least Jason he Todd. Was consistent, you know. Yeah. <laughs> he was pretty goofy, but like, I thought Caesar Romero was good in the role. He did yeah. a good job, and I gotta give credit to the guy. He wouldn't shave his mustache and just covered it up with makeup. So that's like kind <laughs> of hilarious. Yeah. This is just like the worst Joker ever. He's boring. He's bland. He's just like, hoo-hoo, I'm crazy. He's not like Jason Todd Joker. He's just Joker. I don't Joker. even know what Jason Todd Joker is. What the fuck oh, is that? Oh, that's, that's, um, Jason Todd was Robin. No, I know that he was like the Red Hood. Yeah, but, but I, 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 thought, I thought they were going to do something where like, uh, that's the, it, yeah. the rumor that Jason yeah. Todd may have existed in this timeline and he yeah. became the Joker or something. That's yeah. the rumor or a that's... rumor, which I hope isn't true because I think that's fucking lame. Yeah, I feel like it's a an attempt at making things cooler. <laughs> well, in the comics, they just decided to bring Jason Todd back to life and he was like, hey, I'm the Red Hood. Yeah, you'd, so. you'd know more about that stuff. Than, did you play the new Batman game? Uh, Arkham, Since we're talking Arkham, about Arkham Knight, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I did. I played all three Batman games. Oh um, man, I was a. The, I think the best one was the second one. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm into it. I thought I'm into the same I, I thing. The, yeah. I, I, I thought like the first. I was like, wow, this first one's great. Uh huh. Better, and then the third one, it, you know, I, I I got so. F- fucking tired of the vehicle combat in it i just felt like i'm like am i even playing a batman game yeah that was most of the game right that's what it felt like oh god it drove me fucking crazy i'm like i you know i'm like i'm batman i'm not supposed to be fighting people in a giant fucking tank yeah (laughs) i'm supposed to be beating the shit out of them with my fucking fists and my batarangs and my grapple and all that shit yeah and that just like drove me batty for lack of a better word (laughs) oh my god it drove me fucking crazy and um you know the story overall was like pretty good uh i I saw the plot twist coming from a mile away yeah um with you know the arkham knight and who he was uh it was nice that mark hamill came back as the joker and he was just hanging out kind of alongside you you know i I, that was my favorite part like that was well done but, you know, the plot, I'm just like, oh, come on. Like, I kind of even figured this out just from, like, the trail. I'm like, oh, a guy in a military outfit with a bunch of guns, and he's wearing, like, a, 
you know, a red bat hood, like, mask. I'm like, mm, that seems familiar. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, I wonder where this plot twist is going. Um, but, I, am... I mean, overall, I liked it a lot. Um, mm-hmm. But I've played uh, I've played Arkham City and Arkham, Arkham Asylum, I think, like, two or three times over. I, I don't know if I'll ever play that uh, Arkham Knight over again. Just because yeah. I was like... I'm not dealing with this shit again. Like this, just was this. What there were points where I was just like, this isn't fun. This isn't even like challenging. This is just not fun. Like I'm not having yeah. a good time playing this game. Oh man, that's always the worst feeling. I I just started playing um, Metal Gear Solid Five, and I know I'm super late. So like I read all that stuff. Like I know what happens in the story, but I'm like, let me experience it. Um, I, I don't and. I don't know what the the plot twists are, and and Metal Gear Solid is my favorite video game series of all time. Me uh, too. I, I haven't played every single one of the games, um, but I've played like the I've played most of the core games. Like I've played yeah. Metal Gear Solid. Like I didn't play like the NES games because fuck that. Um, yeah, but I played Metal Gear Solid. I've played Metal Gear Solid Two and you know uh, Sons of Liberty and the expanded mm. version. I've played Metal Gear Solid Three, uh, mm-hmm. Snake Eater. Loved which is it. the best one still? Which is still to me the uh, best I, one. I, I actually like Sons of Liberty the best. Really? Yeah. Which, oh well. You know, I, which you might find kind of weird considering you don't play a snake for you know the bulk of the game. But yeah. uh, I think that's what makes that game really good though too. Like I, 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 I that game took the PS2 to like the absolute like. I mean the the I think like graphically that game's amazing. Yeah. You know, like, the the detail in that game is, like, phenomenal. It's crazy. I mean, there's, like, little bugs you can, like, squish. Like, that's yeah. crazy. And, like, you can break glassware and everything. It, it's insane. Um, the You know, the story is a little much to be desired. And I was like, holy shit, these plot twists, like, don't... Yeah. I actually played that before I played the first game. So I didn't understand a lot of the references. Yeah, that's um, the weirdest... That's, the that's like, the thing, too. I, they're online somewhere. Um, and if I find it, I'll send it to you. But, like, there's this huge, like thesis about how metal gear solid 2 sons of liberty is the best video game ever made like it's a masterpiece i think it is a masterpiece it's a great combination of gameplay and storytelling but like and it's mostly because like you don't play as snake and then if you play the first one and then that one back to back you see how like they're almost similar and like that's kind of like the whole well that was the theme that was the whole plot twist like plot twist of it is that sons of liberty and like him going in there was that it was just more or less uh they wanted to recreate you know a a a soldier like snake but they knew that snake was a rebel so they couldn't like they couldn't have him do it so they just got this fucking like rookie and they basically just put him through the same exact thing that snake went through but without the without the risk of snake going against his captors you know ultimately their plan failed you know because raiden was like fuck you i have free will yeah which is super cool but at the time very confusing Absolutely, you know, like when when it came out, I understand why people probably were like, "What the fuck? This is so fucking weird, bullshit." I don't like it, but like, I would say now, I you know, it's it's, I think it's a great work of yeah. of, of of overall media. Um, I, I and I I love the fourth game, 
And yeah. I, I actually have a really funny story about the fourth game, but uh, I can tell <laughs> it when we're done. I, I love the fourth one. Like, I love the revamped gameplay. I thought that was fantastic. I love that I didn't mm-hmm. have to, like, change my camouflage, like, all the time. I could just, oh, like, yeah. crawl and it'd be like, oh, I'm sand or I'm, you know, concrete now. Um, uh-huh. Loved that one a lot. And never played any like the PSP games, even though I know no, they, me neither. I, I know they all tie into the the storyline, but I'm like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Uh, the fifth one, I got it for Christmas. I, I yeah. played a, I, I played not a lot of it. Mm-hmm. You know, got I I don't even think I've like crossed like ten percent completion. Oh, I haven't either, and that's mostly because, um, and it goes back to what you were saying, how, like, sometimes it feels like I'm not even playing a game. Like, this isn't challenging. This is just, like, I don't know what I'm doing here, but I'm so wrapped up in this thing. You know how you get, like, mother base very early on in the beginning? Well, that's what I didn't like about it, was because I'm like, I don't want to, you know, like, I guess, you know, Kojima was the guy who created Hideo Kojima. Yeah. Like, oh, this is Snake building his army, and you're building, yeah. and you are building his army. I'm like, but I don't want to do that. I don't want to have yeah. to, like, abduct people and have to like just take all these people back to my base and build a fucking base and like wait for like gun turrets to be built and yeah landing pads and this bullshit and you're going in and repeating like so many of the missions you know yeah like i repeated Ah. this one mission like probably like three times and it was like complete it like this okay you did it now do it without alerting anybody now do it you know, just sneak in and, like, shoot the guy and yeah. get him out of there and don't alert anybody. Now do it this way. And it's, like, but, you know, it's so much, like, you have to replay so much of it that mm-hmm. you're kind of taking away the fun of what the, you know, the original games. Because at least in, like, you know, the first game and the second game and the third game, it's, like, okay, you left a zone and you came back, so everybody's, like, you know, back again like okay we're, we're awake from our tranquilizer darts and whatever what have you you know like that's fine it's just kind of like the the game saying but this is like i have to go back i have to sit through a loading screen i have to go do this yeah and it's just i i don't know like there's a, there's a lot of it that's really really cool like the beginning is really cool when you're escaping really? like the asylum and all that yeah that's like, awesome that was very cool i'm like holy shit this is fucking crazy like this is the crazy metal gear solid that i love yeah, the moments and, like that are so few and far between. I just like had a boss fight with that girl, that sniper girl. I didn't and, even uh, get there. I don't even have like I didn't even get to like the dog as like your partner. <laughs> like, I, I was just and I just like I put it down, mm-hmm. I, and I haven't picked it up in months. You know, and like yeah. really, I wanted to get. I'm like, I want to see the story because I want to know how it goes. But I'm like, I don't know if Do, it's worth it. Yeah, it's. It, I don't know. It was much more fun to like read about it and watch clips online than it ever was to do because like i'm getting so bogged down in hiring staff members i almost feel like i'm just running a business as opposed to being the coolest fucking super spy that has ever lived do you know what i mean like the game in my opinion like suffers from like identity crisis because there's all this micromanaging with the mother base and building stuff which if it was just a game about that and it was like 10 bucks i probably would love it but then there's like the sneaking around and stuff where it's just yeah, like, I don't and, know what and, I want to do. And, yeah. and you know, it, it's tough because it's not the, uh, you know, it's not, you know, classic Metal Gear Solid where you have like this built in radar thing or even, even Snake Eater where, 
like somehow like that game had a built-in radar and it was still easier to find people than like this game is like you know you have shit you know you have soldiers that leave when it like it'll be daytime and then if you're there for too long it's like oh it's nighttime time for a new shift and you have to like you don't know what their like patrol pattern is and you know, yeah. it's like any little noise and everybody's coming after you and, you know, it's like the alarm's going off and this and that and fucking like the helicopter flies in. It's like, here's five more guys that are now in the area. Yeah. So I haven't been playing too many video games because that's like that and Fallout 4 are the only ones I really like put back in. Oh, oh and basketball because I play a lot of NBA 2K. <laughs> yeah, I never... I, I, I like the NHL games, but I've never got into, like, buying them because I'm like, well, it's, like, the same fucking game. Like, every year they just are like, well, it's a better graphics and we change some of this and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't play as many video games. I used to I actually borrowed, like, a PS2 game from my friend because I really wanted to play it. I've been playing that one over and over again because it's just, like, mindless shooting. And I'm like, this is what I need on some nights. What game is it? Star Wars Jedi Starfighter. It's a sequel to oh, my Starfighter. It's, it's, it's actually, like, a fantastic game. Uh, I really enjoy it. They have that. Um, they have that um, for downloadable on the PS4 for like fifteen bucks. Oh yeah, well, I borrowed yeah. it for free. Yeah, and I haven't given it back in about a month and a half. <laughs> so it's <laughs> uh, no, it's just a great. It's a it's a really great game. You know, I, yeah. I really enjoy it. Um, you could still use cheat codes. Cheat codes are really a thing that don't exist anymore. Um, That's true. You know, except for like Grand Theft Auto is probably the only one that a game that has cheat codes because they kind of like in you know. It's sort of like a, a a part of the, you know, the game history. But, um, yeah, yeah. How the hell did we get onto Metal Gear Solid from whatever the fuck we were talking about before? Oh, we were talking about Batman. We were talking about Batman, and then oh, that game oh, feels like, like a Batman chore. Game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, actually, you were asking me about the Batman vs Superman, and um, yeah, that's what it was. Um, I kind of uh, like that movie. If I'll admit, I'll admit to the public. Uh, I, think that Batman vs. Superman is probably one of the worst superhero movies I've ever seen in my life, to be honest with you. <laughs> I thought it was just like the hottest mess of a film. I mean, it, it, it was... Uh, I, you know what? I, I don't understand what DC is doing. You know, this is like... They've created a universe where, uh, you know, I... I know people don't like Superman, but within the, you know, the, the source material, you know, everyone likes Superman. Except for, yeah. like, you know, the, the bad guys. And other you know a couple other people but like this is a they've created a superman that nobody likes and they're scared of uh-huh. and you know batman is fucking ben affleck so i've already got an issue with that i uh, like that <laughs> see i don't i'm he's not a bad bruce wayne but his batman i'm just like god you just look like bat thumb like you look so <laughs> goofy he just was like oh i'm batman and i'm like oh stop with your fucking bad christian bale impersonation <laughs> which was already fucking stupid and i i like the i like the chris nolan batman movies a lot i think they're really fucking good movies uh yeah well the first two i i've got quite a few issues with the third one but overall you know it's a it's a pretty solid trilogy um, right but like God, there's just so many things I hated about Superman or Batman vs Superman, and and Suicide Squad is just like such just not a good movie. It's it's not as like offensively bad as that movie. I mean, you obviously you disagree with me that you liked it, but Suicide Squad yeah. is just like it's just a bad movie. It's just like oh okay, 
It's just, uh, that's it. It's not like, it's not just like, it's so bad where you're like, holy shit, I can't fucking believe like how, you know, stupid, bad this movie is. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, like the writing, the character, the dialogue, like fucking <laughs> little, little kid Bruce Wayne floating with a bunch of bats. Um, yeah. You know, a giant, you know. Jesse that I didn't like. You know, Jesse I... Eisenberg is like probably the worst Lex Luthor ever. That was I thought that was hilarious. I don't think it was supposed to be funny, though. But I thought it was great. Uh, if it wasn't yeah. supposed to be funny, then it translated very badly. Because I was like, yeah. oh my god, it's like if you got Tommy Wiseau from like the room to be like, like hello, Batman, it's me, Max <laughs> Luthor, hello. <laughs> like, he was just so bad and annoying, and it's like, oh, you got, like, why are you bald? Because you went to prison. Um, yeah. No, it's 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 not frustratingly bad. It's just Suicide Squad is just yeah. an example of you know bad juvenile filmmaking. There's very little character development. Um, mm-hmm. There's the stories that is shoestring shoestring as you can get. Uh-huh. Um, and it's just you know the villain is bad. There, there, nobody goes through a character arc. It doesn't establish like really anything in the greater DC universe. It's just, it's just not a good movie. Like, there's nothing about it that I look at and say this is like a good, interesting. No, there's nothing. The only thing I can walk away from that movie saying is, oh, Will Smith did a pretty good job. Yeah. Like, he that's... was, he was, you know, I, if it was a better film, I'd be like, you know what, Will Smith, he's a good fucking dead shot. He was, he was good in that movie. He had some bad lines, but mm-hmm. he made the best of it. And I thought he was good. He didn't annoy the piss out of me like he does in a lot of other movies. Like Hitch? Well, that movie fucking <laughs> sucks balls. Hitch is one of the worst films I've ever seen in my life. That's the, that's I have that on DVD, and that was like the first Will Smith movie that came to my head. There are so many, but I went with Hitch. Well, like, uh, all right, so like Men in Black, like Will Smith basically plays Will Smith, but I fucking love Men in Black. I that's, yeah. that's a movie I could watch all the time. I, I think that movie's great. I, I like him in it. I like Tommy Lee Jones, and uh, this was like. Uh, you know what, Will Smith? I don't know what you did, but you did a really good job. I I, I really genuinely enjoyed him in it. And and Margot Robbie is she's fine as Harley Quinn, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it's just God, it's just such not a good movie. And you know that's three movies in a row where you know DC is just like Man of Steel. You know, oh, is that the third one? Is that the when yeah, that's the third, oh, okay. like, D, you know, Warner Brothers film, and it's just, you know, they gotta figure something, like, they gotta really hope that Wonder Woman is good, because fuck, like, they're they're in a bad spot right now. Yeah. The, the one thing I didn't understand from Batman and Superman was the, um, the, the dream part? The dream part? Oh, the dream within the dream within the dream? <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the dream. What was that supposed to be? And I know... I mean, that's, like, the only part I really could have been, like, eh, this movie could have done without it. Because I was, like, okay with the rest. I, like, I don't think it was good. I was okay with the rest of it. Like, it's not, like, puts it doesn't put a sour taste in my mouth. But that part, I really don't know why it was there. Um, I, I think it was just a very poorly done way of character development. I mean, it was, 
you know, first of all, you have a scene of Batman wearing like a very like strange desert gear outfit and looking even more bearish than he already did in the rest of the film. Yeah. Uh, you know, shooting a bunch of people. Um, yeah, and snapping necks. Snapping necks, like a bunch of bugs, you know, bug people show up. There was like a big fucking, you know, symbol burn in the ground, which is like, you know, unless you're a hardcore DC fan, you know, that that's, you know, that symbol doesn't really mean a lot to like the average movie guard. And like, let's be honest, there's a lot of people out there that really like superhero movies right now. Yeah. You know, most people would just be like, what the fuck is that? You know, and like, you know, for the comic book people, like that's the symbol of Darkseid, who's like a big bad guy in the DC comics. And it's like, oh, I guess Darkseid's going to be in these movies eventually. You know, uh-huh. whenever they get around to it, um, which I'm not looking forward to because Darkseid is one of my favorite villains and they'll probably fuck it up. Yeah. I mean, shit, they've let fucking Zack Snyder direct two of these movies already. He's directing Justice League. I'm I, God knows like where this fucking idiot's going to take these movies. Like Zack Snyder clearly yeah. has no handle on these characters. Did you like his Watchmen movie? No, I didn't. I mean, there's parts of it that I don't think are that bad, but overall I'm like this Watchmen is one of those stories that does not translate well to film because you have to take so much out of it. And he took so much out of it that the whole fucking story just doesn't work. Did you did you ever watch the like four and a half hour everything put back into it? <laughs> no, no, I, I I didn't watch that. I I do have the uh, like the animated graphic novel, which yeah. I have on DVD. I've never watched it because I'm like, if this is just a graphic novel, then... You don't need to watch. Can that. I just read the graphic novel? I I watched the the four and a half hour everything put back in, with like even cuts to an animated version of the pirate story that happens. Oh yeah, and it's just like it's like running a marathon. That movie is almost five hours long. It's does it but does it make it better? No, it's just <laughs> no. I wasn't going where it's like oh it's really great. It's an experience, and I think it's one that everyone should have. You know, it, it's, it's, it's not like, you know, it's not like Apocalypse Now Redux where, you know, it's really, you know, it's really cool. Or like, a, or like when they release like the original cut of Blade Runner, you know, and you get yeah. the whole experience. Or, or what's that other fucking movie? Um, uh, like, I have, I have it. I haven't watched it. Or, or like Once Upon a Time in America. You know, all or the Godfather uncut or or something yeah. like that. You know, where you're getting the whole story and you're getting things that you didn't see in the original version that make it better. Um, that doesn't happen. It's it doesn't more happen. Of the, it's, it's just, just more like, of the comic book, honestly. Like uh, yeah, more shot for a shot. Like. Exactly, and you know, just just because you take a comic book, like you take a graphic novel, and you're just like, okay, this this page, we're gonna make the same thing over again you know just just doing that does not equate to excuse me a good adaptation yeah you know because certain things don't work in certain mediums you know watchman is one of those things that works great in the graphic novel format uh-huh. it doesn't translate well to film because you're missing so many little things you know you'd have to really water it down to make it kind of like a a passable story but that's the yeah. problem with it is that it's not a watered down story it's a very deep you know analysis of the comic book and superhero genre you can't yeah. really water it down without the risk of losing so much around it 
Right. You there, know? The one thing I did like from that movie is the opening credits. I, 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 yes, I will agree. That's, that's a good scene. Only because, like, it set up the world that exists so well. You well, know what I mean? Yes, I agree. And uh, the only other scene in that film that I like, that I thought was well done, was the was the funeral for the comedian. Oh. Um, that translated well to film. Because mm-hmm. there wasn't, I don't remember there being that much dialogue in the original, uh, in the original comic. You know, it was mostly like a an illustrated point of view. But uh, yeah, I like that. And I actually really liked the guy who played the comedian. I thought he did a good job. Yeah, I like, um, I like that guy. Anytime I see him come up in it, he was uh, Bruce Wayne's dad. <laughs> he was Bruce Wayne's dad. He was Jonah Hex's brother. He's the father of the, the brothers on Supernatural. Not that I watch Supernatural at all. I just know that. From, you know, he's uh, he's the bad guy on The Walking Dead. It's He's basically oh, yeah. made a career out of playing comic book characters. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I never realized that. Um, he was in the Losers adaptation. That, that action movie, it was like based on a comic book. Oh, I didn't watch that. I know what you're talking neither, about. Neither did I. Um, but yeah, like the, the, the you know, the, the Warner Brothers, they're just in a really bad spot right now. It just kind of fucking sucks. Yeah. You know, they just don't know what they're doing with their characters. I mean, at least the Marvel characters, you know, have a semblance to their comic book counterparts and you know they're mm-hmm. at least adapting parts of it and they look like the characters and they act like the characters generally and just like god damn like i don't know dc's got to get their shit together because none of these films like are are well received and you have all these people that kind of are like no it was good and it's like no it really wasn't <laughs> yeah yeah i like watching them not in the movies in the theater i mean like I think that's part of why I enjoy it because I could just like talk and be like, "What is this? What is that going on?" You know, I feel I feel uh, like I would feel I, really weird, especially if I watch Suicide Squad. Uh, it's not it's, as yeah. good, you know. I, I, you know, I I generally don't enjoy going to the movies anymore because more often than not, I just like I I just I feel disappointed. Like I paid a lot of money to go see something, and I'm just like, yeah. this wasn't good. You know, like the last movie I went to go see, I think was the the. Secret Life, well, besides Suicide Squad, was The Secret Life of Pets. And that was really fun. I really enjoyed that movie. I thought that yeah. was genuinely very funny. I, it was well-written. I, I liked it. But I that's, mean, a, that's a fun movie. That's a real fun movie. It is. But, I mean, uh, I'm trying to think of other movies I've seen in, like, the past couple of years. You know, I really don't go to see that many movies. Like, I saw, mm-hmm. like, I went to go see, uh, like, Star Wars, you know. The Did Force you like Lincoln. it? And, yeah, I, I loved it. I yeah. thought I thought it was great. Um, you know, I know some people had a lot of problems with it, but I, I loved it. Um, yeah, same. I, I saw the Revenant. That was I good. Um, like not amazing, but it was good. Yeah. Um, I saw like... what else? Uh, the Witch is an amazing horror movie. You know, if you like horror movies, you should definitely watch The Witch. It's a phenomenal film. I'll um, check it out. Yeah, unlike any any other horror film I've you know that's that's coming out recently, as far as I'm concerned, I, I thought it was phenomenal. Um, mm-hmm. What else did I see? Um, Captain was, America. We talked well, about yeah, that. Captain America. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there was something else I went to go see that 
like you know and i'm even going back like two years like 2000 like i saw like the godzilla remake as i said before i'm a big godzilla fan i yeah. saw that in the theaters uh you know i i liked it it's got you know problems you know but overall i i, I liked it i thought it was pretty decent um uh-huh there was something else I saw that I thought was like really good, and I can't remember what it was. What was it? What kind of movie was it? Was it a drama or a comedy? Uh, no, it or was like what? It was like a bigger profile. It was like one of those actionish movies, but I can't remember what it was. Like Batman vs oh. Superman, you know? Was oh, okay. I saw that, but uh, but there was oh Deadpool was. It's not oh, the movie, Deadpool! But yeah. I saw Deadpool. I thought Deadpool was great. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it, definitely one of the best comic book movies I've ever yeah. seen. Just it felt you know, really like, short. <laughs> I wanted it to keep going. I yeah, it was a, it was a bit short. Um, uh, but I you know I I didn't think it was like as a film. I was like, okay, it was good. I I, I liked it and it worked. But I mean, in terms of adapting the character, like holy shit, they did a fantastic job. That was such a good adaptation, and like. Yeah. Oh, I, I saw X Men Apocalypse. That was that was honestly like pretty not good. Yeah, I I saw that, um, and I don't really know anything about the X Men for some reason, um, and uh, I'm actually getting shit for it because I said that on an earlier episode of the podcast. I got a bunch of text messages. How do you not know anything about the X Men, Paul? I just <laughs> I just don't, man. But I enjoyed it just because I don't know much about X Men. Although the ending was not something i was fond of because it's kind of just like um let's all be friends like let's friendship wins you know that's how it felt to me does that make sense yeah totally it's just like <laughs> like magneto's arc in it was terrible i'm just like i don't understand this is like a guy who's like i want to be helpful i hate everybody and he's like i still hate everybody uh but you know what i'm going to be nice now and i'm like you're really ruining a really good character <laughs> So it's just I don't know I, I don't understand these these film franchises and like what they, they what they do with their characters and like you know it, it it boggles my mind that you can take somebody like Oscar Isaac who's a fantastic actor you know like I thought he was yeah. great in The Force Awakens and like uh, uh, so good. he was in um, a Cohen Cohen Brothers movie um, um, yeah Inside uh, Lewin Davis yeah that was like an amazing movie I yeah that one was, was great like, I thought he was amazing in that film. And then you, you know, you dress him up in this fucking purple outfit. I'm like, that's, like, that's Oscar Isaac? Like, he's... I, yeah, like, I didn't, I, I couldn't even, re- I didn't you know, realize. He's so, like, bland in that movie. It's just like, you know... Yeah. Like, could have been anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, you could have hired, like, an unknown actor, and people would be like, well, you know, whatever. But it's like, you got Oscar Isaac? Like, really? Yeah. And you're going to, like, cover him up in, like, 10 pounds of makeup and not have him do it? I, you know, I, I, I don't know. It's just, it just wasn't very good. You know, yeah. the, the, the only thing I'll say about it is that it got rid of the, the fucking terrible Wolverine movie. It took it out of the timeline because of yeah. what they did with Wolverine. You know, spoiler alert, Wolverine is in the movie. Yeah, and doesn't say yeah. a thing. And doesn't say a thing aside from, ah! And, yeah. And just goes to prove my theory is correct. They cannot make an X-Men movie without Wolverine, even if it's like yeah. a two-second cameo. They literally cannot make an X-Men movie that does not have Wolverine in it. Yeah. Like, there's not one single X-Men movie that has that does not have Wolverine in it, even if it's a cameo. That's Is that true? That's true? Yeah, I mean, think about it. You got X-Men 1, 2, and 3. And then you got... Wolverine. And then you got Wolverine, 
which yeah. you know it sucks, but it's still it's, it's fucking called Wolverine. And then yeah. you got X Men, you know, uh, First Class, which he has a cameo in. You have and yet Days of Future Past, which he plays a huge part in. And then you get this fucking movie. So that's seven X Men movies, and Wolverine is in all fucking seven of them. Yeah, that's insane, dude. That's Before, fucking um... like they killed Cyclops. Yeah. Not that I like Cyclops, but they kill Cyclops and, and like keep... completely shaft his his role in the films overall. Uh-huh. And you get fucking and, and Wolverine manages to be in all of the fucking movies. People like him. I, I, I like guess. Wolver- I like Wolverine, don't get me wrong. I don't like Cyclops. But it's yeah. just like like how do you do how do you do X-Men first class and not have Cyclops in it? But Whatever they didn't introduce. I mean, whatever they want to do, what yeah. they want to do. Before uh, before we start uh, winding down, we've talked for a while, but I do like now want to ask you about how you feel about the Netflix series, the Marvel Netflix series, the multiple ones. Have you? Um, yeah, again, conflicted because I I loved the first season of Daredevil. Yeah. Um, you know, there's parts of it that I think could have used a little bit of you know better work. Uh-huh. Um, I thought most of Jessica Jones was really good. Like, uh, you know, there's parts of it that kind of drove me crazy. Like, you know, like little writing parts and how like ultimately Jessica does seem very like self-destructive and like, I don't know if I'd want to be associated with her, but overall I yeah. thought the series was pretty good. I, I, I liked it. Um, I just, you know, like, David Tennant was great, but fuck. Yeah. Like, there were just parts where I'm just like, why can't they just catch this guy? Yeah. You know? And, um, but you know what? Overall, like, you know, the first season of Daredevil was really, was fucking, was really fucking good. This, and Jessica Jones was, was also very good. Mm-hmm. Um. Do you not feel good about the second season of Daredevil? No, I had I was very very disappointed with the second season of Daredevil because there really yeah because I didn't I didn't you know the Punisher like he you know like you know okay regardless of what you want to say like yes John Bernthal was like ace in the role he was he acted very well yeah but I his his overall story arc by the end of it, I just was like, this plot twist was so fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't, that, that I thought was like the crown, the crowning moment of just like bad writing in that series. Um, I didn't understand his relationship with, uh, with Karen at all. Like, I'm yeah. like, this dude's a fucking psychopath. Like, why are you trying to defend him? It just didn't make any sense to me. You know, Matt was very, like, goody-two-shoes, self-righteous kind of asshole that, you know, Matt Murdock isn't typically in the comics, and I didn't really enjoy that part of it. Um, Mm -hmm. Elektra, like, I don't know. I kind of was, like, a part of the time I liked her, and other I was just like, eh, it's kind of not a great, well-written character. You know, uh, it was very inconsistent. um, The second season, I felt... Uh, I thought that probably the best part of it were the two episodes with the Kingpin. Yeah, those were great. Um, oops, spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. It's too late for them now. We've, so uh, we've already set a trend. The, uh, those are probably the. But again, I'm like, fuck. I could have like, I you know, like I just wanted to see more of him because he was like really good in those two episodes, and I mm-hmm. like those two episodes a lot. Um, 
they're probably the two best episodes of the season because like it's just like for the like the first three episodes just was like everything was ending the same way it was like oh he fights the punisher and he gets away he fights the punisher and he gets away and then he fights the punisher and pins him down they have a long talk and then i like that and then the next three episodes but even like the fighting in this season wasn't that good i thought like it just looks so dumbed down from the uh-huh. first season. And, like, the part where he fights the guys in, like, the apartment building, I don't yeah. know, there was something about it that just didn't look at, like, the over, like, the slow motion was so overused. Right. And I that liked drove it a lot. me crazy. I think I liked I, it mostly I, for the Punisher, though. Because uh, I'm more of a, I, that guy. Yeah, I don't know. The Punisher is a character that I grew up really liking, and now that I'm getting older, I find, like, do I actually really like this character? I, I find the Punisher to be, like, you know, truth be told, like a very conservative villain. Um, mm-hmm. Or, uh, I'm sorry, he is a villain, kind of. But, I mean, he's a very yeah. conservative character. I mean, he's somebody that, you know, kind of has a very black and white kind of point of view on the world. He, you know, justifies mm-hmm. torture. He justifies murder. Uh, you know, he's, a, he's, you know, somebody, you know, there's parts of him that works. Like, I'm, you know, you're just one day, bad day away from becoming me. I'm like, that's a great line. But mm-hmm. it's ultimately squandered you know, throughout the poor writing, you know, some of the poor writing in the rest of the series. And, like, you know, realistically, the Punisher is an interesting foil to characters like, you know, Captain America and Daredevil and Mm -hmm. Spider-Man because they refuse to kill. And he's like, well, I'm going to, you know, I will kill because I believe in it. But then it's like, you know, at what point is he crossing the line where it's ridiculous? I mean, you know, there's storylines where the Punisher kills people for jaywalking. And, like, that's ridiculous. So, like... I like how much of an insane person, insane guy he is. That interests me about him, and he, I, I like that. He, you know, he is an interesting character more than he is a good character. Let's put it that way. Um, yeah. And you know, there's definitely some good Punisher storylines out there. There's definitely, you know, for sure. Uh, it's just that by the end of the series, you know, I, I I can't justify a Punisher series on its own because he basically understands why he exists. Yeah. So what like what point does he have to exist after that? It's like you could just go back to doing whatever the fuck you want to do. You know, you can get a job and be whoever you want to be and move out to Colorado and oh. you know, I don't know, like grow pot or like grew, you know, brew beer or whatever the fuck you want to do and grow a big beard and just be a hipster. Um, That's the weird thing about it is that I don't but, know how his own if he had his own series how that would stand out uh, or how that would stand on its own. They would have to do something really interesting with him because basically his arc is done. Like, in that in, yeah. in Daredevil season two, you know he he finds out who killed his his wife and his kids. He kills uh-huh. them. You know and at that it. at that point he should just stop being the Punisher. He has no reason to keep doing what he's yeah. doing, but he will. And the reason that he will keep doing it is that he likes it, and that mm-hmm. doesn't really justify it. It's just that like he likes to just fucking murder people. Which doesn't right. make him a good person. I mean, no, the only all. thing that's going for him is that he's killing, you know, a rapist. He's killing a drug dealer. He's killing, you know, a crime lord. That's literally yeah. the only thing he has going for him. But when you boil it down, it's like you're just taking a reason that, like, you know, like, look, the, you know, you take somebody like you or me, like, I, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I hate a rapist. You know, I don't like a... No, I don't, you know, I don't support a rapist or somebody who's like, you know, you know, bringing people in from another country and making them work for them or something like that. You know, obviously I don't support yeah. them, 
but you know, I, I can't justify being like, yeah, I'm just going to go murder them. Of course, you know, I, I it's think like that's... there's just a, such a weird, like you know, societal like you know view of it. But like him, it's like you know, he's just like, I don't care. I will just murder them, and that's kind of the interesting part of it because you have yeah. the heroes to be like, well, he did kill like you know these terrible people and took them off the street, and all we did was put him in jail. But at the same mm-hmm. time, he just fucking murdered these people. Yeah, that's that's the yeah. So you said it. That's the interesting part. That's why I like him so much. It's, yeah. it, and I'll say this: it works in the comics because, you know, just like Batman originally, before they complicated it, Batman was Batman's parents were killed by an anonymous thug, and he mm-hmm. became him. Me became Batman because he wanted to stop people like that. Yeah, the Punisher, his family was killed by the mob. You know, it mm-hmm. doesn't. You know, doesn't specify which mob or which gang it was, but they were killed. And at that moment, he becomes the, you know, he goes from being Frank Castle to the Punisher. And he just says, any, you know, villain that or any, you know, criminal that crosses my path, I'm going to kill. You know, it doesn't matter. Like, my family's dead. It doesn't matter who killed my family. I will just keep killing them as long as they exist. That's, you know, and compare that to, you know, Daredevil, Spider-Man, Captain America, whoever you want to. That's interesting. But when you take the character and you give them a very set explanation, like, okay, uh, my family didn't get killed by the mob for no reason. They were actually, like, put there and set up and killed by this fucking guy that just so happened to be my, you know, commanding officer. And he's also yeah. like some ridiculous drug, you know, like criminal, also a drug dealer. Yeah. Also like like a, a criminal mastermind, which is yeah. fucking ridiculous. You know, he kills him. There's no reason he should continue to keep being the punisher. He, he got what he wanted. He killed all the criminals that killed his family and he killed the guy that created him. He should just yeah. fucking stop, but he won't. And, I, you know, to me, the explanation for that is he is viably in fucking sane. He just is like, I like to kill people. I won't yeah. kill innocents, but he would, you know, he just is like, I must just rid. He's on basically a holy war. Yeah. He just sure. will kill these people because it's just like, I have nothing else to do other than kill these people. He really has no reason to. He's just like, uh, they're bad, and I see myself as good. So he's so he's such a ridiculous and, and character in this series. Yes, it makes yeah, him, yeah. it makes him very one dimensional. Yeah. That's so my I problem don't know. with it. You're taking a character who has potential to be multi dimensional, and you can look at from a different, like a couple different point of views, and you're making him very one dimensional. So they're either mm-hmm. going to have to make the people around him very interesting, or somehow like make him more interesting, which like. Hey, good luck. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll give it a couple of episodes, but I don't know. I'm, I I don't have high hopes at the moment. But yeah, I'll still I watch mean, Luke Cage. That looks pretty good. Yeah, that <clears> does <throat> look good. I'm excited for that. But I know nothing about Luke Cage, so like I'm, uh, I just know he's a cool, but, tough guy. But that's the beauty of these shows. They should be able to introduce you to a character like that. Yeah. Yeah. For so sure. hopefully it's good. But um. We've uh we've talked for a bit. Is there anything you want to say to the people before I stop recording? Um, no, I think I've said a lot tonight. Uh, hopefully, you all found my my perspectives on beer and comic books and movies and uh, some other stuff. Uh, video games, video stuff, games, yeah. entertaining. Um, 
Actually, I didn't tell my Metal Gear Solid 4 story, but it's, we can save that for another time. Okay. So I mean, if you want to, you can. Uh, it's, it's real quick. It was uh, I, I actually, like, I borrowed a PS3 from my friend to play that game when he went on vacation. And I yeah. borrowed the game and played it and got, like, I beat the game. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, you know, like, five hours or, like, four hours of fucking, you know, cut scenes at the end of the movie or at the end of the game or whatever. Yeah. And luckily they introduced a pause feature because uh-huh. I stopped, like, I, I got, like, an hour and a half or two hours or whatever it is. Like, you know, I got, like, you know, a good chunk in. I uh-huh. paused the game and had to go see The Dark Knight at midnight. <laughs> you know, like the second Batman movie. So yeah. I go over to the theater. We go uh-huh. to the movie. We see it at midnight, you know, packed house, whatever. Uh-huh. You know, the movie gets out at like three o'clock in the morning. I uh-huh. come home and I have to finish watching. I didn't go to bed until like four thirty in the fucking morning. Cause I had to sit through, <laughs> you know, the end, you know, the end credits, yeah. the dark night, and then the rest of the fucking credits. <laughs> And I was like, "Holy <laughs> shit, my brain is completely all over the place right now." I don't, I don't know how you did that. I don't know how you came home and were like, I "Okay, was, so now back to Metal Gear Solid." Uh, to go from like <laughs> Metal Gear to Dark Knight to Metal Gear, I was like, "Holy shit, my brain is all over the place right now." So, oh my god, that was absolutely crazy. But I don't regret it. Yeah, at all. Cool. So, uh, thank you for having me on the podcast. Yeah, I think it's thank fantastic. You. Um, oh thanks man thanks for doing this means a lot i'm definitely gonna you know i haven't checked out the other episodes but i definitely will uh after this there's only what like like five of them or so far yeah the fifth one came out yesterday okay right on it's you know and i know most of the guest hosts um yeah uh so a very cool um if if you don't mind uh i Mm -hmm. i do have a podcast of my own that i do with a couple of buddies uh, do it. I'm just gonna plug Talk it. About it. It's called yeah. it's called Jim's BBQ Pod or you know the Jim's Barbecue Pod or whatever you want to call it. It's Jim's BBQ Pod. Uh, mm-hmm. it, we're on iTunes. Uh, you can visit us at www.jimsbbqpod.com. Uh, you want to you know follow us on Twitter and Instagram. It's at Jim's BBQ Pod. Uh, you can also email us uh, at g at uh, Jim's BBQ Pod at gmail.com. Uh, it's just me and my two buddies, Mike and Jim, and we just kind of get together and shoot the shit. And, uh, you know, we're not really looking to do anything crazy. Just want to put a podcast out there and tell some funny stories. And Yeah. I'm <coughs> sneeze. Bless you. <coughs> Excuse me. I always Triple sneeze. bless you. I always sneeze in threes <laughs> for some reason. So, um, but yeah, check us out. We'd appreciate uh, the listens. Uh, I think it's a pretty funny show, and we try to release it on like a kind of a weekly basis if we can. Uh, I used to uh, I used to listen to it while I would work on stuff. Oh yeah, I, yeah. Just because it's like, oh, this is a thing that even before you told me about it, I like knew about. It. I just wanted to act like, oh, cool. I've never, but I I have listened to it when I was working in California. Well, I appreciate that while I was working. Yeah, and I do as well think it's funny so well i appreciate that so uh, that that's that's very nice i'll be sure to tell the guys about that yeah um but yeah we uh we've, we've definitely gotten uh, better we've gotten a more handle on things and uh you know it it's it's fun time so you should check it out and give us a listen and subscribe so cool whoa that was a lot of lightning i just saw right now yeah it's getting wild out but <laughs> anyway I'm going to stop recording, but we'll still be on the phone. So All right. Fine. Well, thanks for having me on the podcast, Paul. I appreciate it.
Yeah, dude. Anytime. If you want to come back on again. (laughs) Oh, for sure, dude. I'm I'm always down to just chit chat. Yeah. So I'll I'll say thank you and uh, goodbye to podcast world out there, and uh, I'll be back. That was the episode. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, Thanks again to Dylan for doing this, and don't forget to subscribe to his podcast, Jim's BBQ Pod. It's him and his friends drinking and talking. And maybe, you know, you just want to listen to people drink and talk while you go to work or while you're at work, maybe while you exercise or maybe while you're recording your own podcast, which is something I do sometimes, but it doesn't make any sense. So I stopped doing it after a while. Anyway, I want to remind you, you can subscribe to the podcast by searching Dear Stranger, Dear Stranger and Friend, or my name, Paul Masbad, M-A-S-B-A-D. That's my name. You can follow me on Twitter at Average. That's a cool thing as well. Come tweet me. Nobody does anymore. I'm not cool, but you can make me cool. So make that a hashtag or something. I don't know how Twitter works. Anyway, until next time, when I finally start working out to get ready for backlash in two weeks, to take back what is rightfully mine, I've been Paul Mascot. And next time on Dear Stranger and Friend. The thing, your mom is like the sweetest woman in the world, which confuses me because you're such a shithead. <laughs> but like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, <fuck you. laughs>